everyone. This is Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com Editor-in-Chief, and we're here for another DevOps Chat. The uh, Our guest on this episode of DevOps Chat is Mick Kirsten. Mick, uh, if for those of you who don't know, he's almost synonymous with Tasktop. Mick, welcome. Thank you, Alan. Great to be talking to you again. So how does it feel to almost be synonymous with your company? Uh, now that you mentioned it, that, 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 that sounds good. It's been a it's been an amazing journey with Tastop, and and I think it's it's just been you know a great now uh, ten years of of looking at how to bring the, those benefits of agile and DevOps uh, to large to large organizations. So yeah. uh, it feels good. Is the short answer? Another one of those ten year overnight success stories that, exactly. that we see in the startup world, right? Mick, just I mean. All kidding aside, there might be some people in our audience who aren't familiar with Tastop. So if we can, just maybe a real quick 30-second sort of elevator pitch on, on who, you know what Tastop is, what it does. Yeah, absolutely. So I think organizations, most organizations now know that in order to get that the software development productivity and efficiency that they're after to be competitive in today's world, uh, they need to create a, an agile tool, based an agile tool chain. And they need to deploy DevOps and continuous integration. And to do that, you pick your your issue tracking tools, your continuous integration tools, your release automation tools, and all of those bits and pieces. Your large organization, you pick requirements management tools. If you're doing any physical products, you need some additional tools for requirements and bills of materials and those kinds of things. And what's interesting is that once organizations scale up, their DevOps transformations. Uh, they're both hitting more tools and more di and different kinds of practitioners. So the missing piece for making all of these benefits of DevOps work at scale is this piece of integration infrastructure where we can connect up all the tools to get an end-to-end -end flow. So to get the benefits of Agile and Lean uh, all the way from business idea to running software and revenue results and delighted customers. And that's what Tastop has been doing. We've over the last 10 years, uh, release by release, we've been connecting different stakeholders, processes, and tools so that you could have this end-to-end -end flow of information. So you could have the best of the breed tools, the latest issue trackers or agile planning tools, the latest continuous integration tools, and so on, uh, while getting this end-to-end -end flow. Because really the problem that we're addressing is that when you look under the covers in most transformations, you'll see that both DevOps and Agile have been deployed as, as these local optimizations. This team can do continuous integration or continued, continuous delivery. Or the organization has continuous delivery, but have not optimized anything upstream. And that's really the problem we're trying to solve. Let's, let's get the entire IT organization to be lean end to end. Fantastic. Um, and Mick, you know, in, in, in us talking before we uh, started recording today, you said that, you know, the, the most recent release of of, uh, of Tastop in the Hub is probably the most important and meaningful thing you guys have done in 10 years. Why don't you share with our audience why you feel that way? What What is this, you know, great functionality and great uh, feature set that came out in this last release? Yeah, absolutely. So what we've noticed is that the way that Again, you take any large IT shop who's not yet deployed Tastop, and you look at how they support their transformation, and you'll notice you'll see all these point-to-point -point integrations. So you'll see the, let's say, the agile planning tool wired in through some APIs or webhooks or some data integration technology into the requirements management tool, into the time tracking tool, into the quality management tool, into the automated test tool, into the CI tool, and so on. 
And what we noticed four years ago is that this way of connecting things point to point was going to blow up. As soon as once you're making point to point connections, uh, you get this exponential factor. And so it's okay if you've got two or three tools. All of a sudden you've got four or five tools. Just the sheer number of API calls are bringing down your servers, actually. You know, we know a lot of customers where they say their Jira issue tracker is getting so many API calls from these integrations, it takes a minute to load an issue. So you get all these weird symptoms. You also get this thing that's very difficult to maintain because as soon as a, a one tool changes or someone adds some new fields to a project, definition of a user story or something of that sort, multiple integrations break and you've got this spaghetti code of, of webhooks and API integration madness. And so we realized four years ago we couldn't even test all the integrations we're supporting in that point-to-point -point way. We, we, just shoot, it, was hundreds, it was already costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of resources, of basically you know, VM resources. Uh, just to test all the tools we support in a point-based point -based way. So we said four, four years ago, okay, this, we've got to stop doing things in a point-to-point -point way. It won't scale to what we need to support all the De Agile and DevOps tools out there, and it won't scale to supporting large-scale DevOps transformations. So we start creating this notion of models. You know, first we looked at open standards, so we got our feet wet and we were on the, on the um, founding committee of OSLC, but to get everyone to adopt open standards just didn't work, right? And, and these tools are so complex because the, the stakeholder tools right now have become very, very elegant, basically. The developer tools are very tuned to the developer process. And with that comes a lot of complexity specific to developers, to testers, and so on. So we realized open standards don't solve it. APIs alone don't solve it. They're actually part of the problem. Uh, and you need to take a different approach. And so internally, we made this integration factory so that we could test everything. And we made these common models. And the models are basically the, the currencies of Agile and DevOps and ALM and SDLC systems. So things like requirements, user stories, builds, releases, security, vulnerabilities, those kinds of things. And that's how we started testing everything. And then we said, okay, well, if you raise this layer of abstraction, it actually makes it much easier to connect everything. And with the release of the, last week's release of the TaskUp Integration Hub, we're actually taking that model-based approach and exposing it to all, of our, uh, to, to all of our users. So you simply define all of your models in your value stream. So again, like user stories, requirements, builds, releases, chain sets, and so on. And then you plug in however many tools you want into those models, and you get this amazing thing. You get complete automation for your value stream. So we're calling that value stream integration because end-to-end, -end, you can now have these flows, and you can actually track things like cycle time, and you can you know, basically get the benefits that a startup with 100 or 200 people is getting in terms of their speed of delivery. Uh, at very large scales, at thousands or tens of thousands of, of IT staff. Uh, so you can, you've got that value stream integration layer that we provide. Uh, and with, it, with that, you can also you know, inspect what's going on, uh, and you can you know, basically support these, these large-scale Agile and DevOps transformations, all because of the fact that we've raised this layer of abstraction to make these models, have you map your different tool chain in your models, and as a result of that, what we've actually done is we've made the tool chain itself be modular. So you can plug in best of breed tools. You're doing some .NET here, some Java here, some JavaScript there, um, maybe some Python for your, for your AI. You can plug all of those separate tool streams together into one end-to-end -end unified value stream. And 
really the, the key thing that we've done here, the game-changing thing, is this notion of model-based integration. Excellent. I, I agree, Mick. And, and you know what? It, obviously, you work at Tasktop. You're very excited by, by what they've done. But for our audience out here who, you know, are generally pretty sophisticated technologists, I, I hope they appreciate really the – I mean, it's making people's lives easier, right? When you could make – make people's jobs and lives e easier like that it's a good thing and 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 this is this sounds like it could be a real game changer that way yeah and that's really Ellen that's you know that that's a thing that's absolutely near and dear to me right my whole background was from productivity tools empowering developers and taking the waste out of their day with with all the open source work on myelin and then the dev tools that mm -hmm. that we've done and Really, our mission was to to bring about that change in the way people work at scale because it, it gets even worse. You look at you look at the large IT shops out there, the place where most of the world's IT staff works, and we've measured what they do. They spend every developer or every tester, every business analyst, they're spending at minimum 30 minutes. In some cases, we've seen two hours per day of duplicate entering information for every code change they make, for example, because of all the governance and compliance and other rules which need to be there in large-scale organizations. But all of that work is waste, and it drives people crazy because they don't like doing it because it's basically manual data entry. And you dig in what, what it actually is, they're entering information and logging into different systems, all of which could have been done automatically if, again, we took this value stream-based approach. You make your code change, all that information propagates into however many tools the organization had to set up. You know, you might have to track different kinds of requirements and changes differently. That's okay. So the most satisfying thing that, that we've seen in, with deployments of this, because we actually had customers in an early access program uh, since April of this, this the Fastup Integration Hub is running in, in production at customer sites today, uh, is that all of that waste gets taken out instantly. So basically our expectation is that the moment it's deployed, and we've seen this, uh, your employee engagement scores are going up that week or that month and, and that quarter because you've taken out all that wasted work which drives the, the best people in your company crazy, the fact that you're making them do it. So that's our whole goal is sort of the, the, the person goal is just make the lives of all those people in IT better by removing all that waste. And then, of course, the organization economic goal is through that make your organization more innovative because you're now able to deliver at the speed of a startup and, and get that promise of DevOps at scale. Absolutely. So, Mick, let me uh, – we're, we're running short on time, as we always are on DevOps chats. But let me quickly pivot to something else I wanted to touch on with you. And that is the idea of the bridge of, ag of Agile to DevOps or a bridge between Agile and DevOps. You know, where – when I first started with DevOps four years ago, maybe more, five years ago, you know, there was, well, DevOps for me picks off or Agile leaves off, but they were clearly two, you know, separate things. Agile is is for developers, DevOps is for everyone. But what we've seen is that DevOps is borrowing more and more from Agile, more and more from Lean. Where do you see the connection between Agile and DevOps? If that makes sense. used by different different thought leaders, different vendors, and so on. In the end, it's all the same thing. It's lean for software and software at scale. So in terms of how 
organizations have aligned. Uh, I think what has happened is that so much of the bottleneck for software delivery for so many large organizations has been in deployment, reliability, and velocity and automation that DevOps has formed the big new movement and really picked up as a movement where Agile left off. Right? In the end, the, the, the technology is you, you need continuous delivery. Right? You need to implement continuous delivery. But the DevOps movement has come from that side, from development and operations, and said we need to deliver things faster, more reliably, and automate all the stuff that's, that's manual and error prone. And that's actually shifted and taking over where the agile movement stalled, which is we need to track work and be responsive to change and, and bring customers into the loop, get their feedback loop. So there, there are two key components, and I think just the, the, the sheer uh, uh, velocity that we have right now behind organizations went to DevOps has made it be you know, so the more important transformation agent. Everything we've learned with Agile stays and is the key part of the transformation. And I think it's just very important for those leaders out there putting together those DevOps transformations to not stop at a code commit. You have to actually take that lean, fast feedback loop, continual learning all the way into business analysis, design, and so on. Because if you stop, uh, you're going to have solved the bottle deployment bottleneck, but not the upstream bottleneck. For example, if you don't have enough UI designers, it won't matter how quickly you're deploying. You'll be bottlenecked on, on, your, on your UI design. You'll need to hire there. So I think we all need to take this end-to-end -end lean view, and DevOps is just a great transformation agent and a, and a great movement to help us all do that. So, Good stuff. Mick, we're coming up to the end of our time. I want to ask you one last question. Not a trick question, but... I always like to ask, if possible, for our audience out there, if they, you could recommend one book that they read, and not an obvious one. Don't tell us the Phoenix Project or even the DevOps Handbook. Doesn't have to be DevOps related. What what book would you recommend? Okay, so I, I'm holding it up right now. I know you can't see it, but it's the it's the book Learning to See by Mike Ruther and John Shook. And if you even just flip through this book, uh, you'll see the value stream mapping and value stream integration and management approach that made lean manufacturing work. And as we go into this post-DevOps, post-Agile, bigger picture world, uh, it, it's that same view of the value stream, focusing on the end-to-end -end value stream that I think needs to inspire the, that next generation of, uh, of, of leaders creating these transformations. Everything, I think the, the DevOps handbook contains a lot of this. It's a, it's a great book. I'm nearly finished reading it. Um, and it has a lot of the right sources. But in terms of something you might not have seen, it's, it's this learning to see book, which is really about learning to see production. We need to learn to see the flow of software across the value stream. And most organizations have not done that yet. And that's really, you know, our mission is to help organizations do that. But the ideas are here. We've done them before. And again, it's been done in manufacturing. It now needs to be applied to software delivery. Fantastic. Hey, Mick Kirsten, uh, Task Top, thanks for being this uh, episode's guest on DevOps Chat. Continued success and looking forward uh, to more and maybe seeing you at DevOps Enterprise Summit in London. Absolutely. Thank you, Alan. Great chatting with you as always. All right, Mick. You be well. Thank you. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps Doctor.